0: Phenomenal African Women UK. Welcome to ICE Talks. Inspiring, celebrating and empowering women connected to the African diaspora. With your host, Ebony Empress.
1: Today I met a wonderful young lady. Her name is Juliana. She's from a company called Juliana Personal Styling. What an amazing person to interview. I can't wait to share our conversation with you. I hope you enjoy it. So much to learn. Enjoy. But if I was sitting in a coffee shop with you somewhere in London, my first question would be, about this career, this wonderful career that you have. What, why have you chosen this career? What made you get into this whole film?
0: Okay, so since the age of seven, I've been designing. And I've had a real love for fashion, textiles, textures and beautiful things since that age. And I've never veered off that path. So I've always worked in fashion I studied fashion at university, I went on to do freelance menswear design, I went on to work for one of the UK leading vital wear designers, and then before starting my own business, I went to manage and work for a Mayfair styling consultancy, so this has been a transition, but it's been a journey, and a journey full of experiences, and I've loved it. It really, I feel so fulfilled doing what I do.
1: Oh, wow. Isn't that wonderful? There's not many people who can say, I love my job. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel fulfilled by that experience. So I'm in awe of you already. I'm in awe of you already. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a question, which is about, you know, what inspires you to do what you do? I mean, you know, you got into this wonderful field. I know you've been doing it since you're very young. And you wanted to do it almost straight away. It sounds like you were, you know, you were born to do this thing. So what inspires you to do it? Like what gets you up every day?
0: No two days are the same, but I see the transformation and the difference it makes to my clients' lives. And that's really my why. I see how it enables my clients to grow, develop, take their careers to the next step you know go into different environments and feel completely confident with who they are and how they're representing themselves so for me that's really everything
1: okay fantastic fantastic so we are african women from the guys for and beyond okay there are other women out there but just the african women we're focused on on today the women that we're focusing on um they will have a question maybe about you know what's particular in what you do for African women. You know, you're an African woman yourself. Um, you know, how do you design and style us and help us look beautiful and glamorous and amazing, whoever we are?
0: First things first, embrace your shape. Okay. I think as African women, we're always made to feel like we should look a certain way.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: In terms of our curves, for, for, for many a year, we have been commented on, told that we look different, things don't fit because of our shapes, but actually the moment you are confident with who you are and the shape that you have, that's the first starting block.
1: Okay, right. Um,
0: And then for me, it's about really finding out about the individual, the lady, how she wants to see herself. It really isn't about me, you know, Ebony, it's about the individual, how she feels, how she wants to represent herself. And I help her bring that vision to life. Okay. Through, through finding the right fabrics or work with her body shape and not be restrictive that she can feel comfortable in, to having them designed and tailored to fit and flatter. And okay. if... If we're not going down the design route and we're actually, I'm actually purchasing for a client, I make sure that every line on that garment flatters the silhouette and the, the shape of the client. Oh, me, wow. So it's the attention to detail. It's drawing the eye to your best parts and the parts that you feel the most confident with and skimming the parts that you feel less confident with
1: wow yeah that sounds amazing already so i'm a client right okay. I'm someone i probably pay less attention i think i just naturally wear what i think suits me okay and you meet a client who you can see straight away that person hasn't got a clue the colors look terrible they are not uh exciting in any shape or form. it's not really doing anything much for the client Like, how do you start to get the message across that maybe you might want to change this up a little bit? You know, you might want to consider how you are presenting. That's a very delicate conversation to have, isn't it? Because people get very emotional about, you know, dress and almost they can be defensive, they can be in denial. You know, how do you get past all of that? First things
0: first, it's a conversation to find out where the client is at that time, how they see themselves yeah, and where they want to go. And together we go on that journey together. So I start where the client is at that time. I would never ever go in and say to somebody, the colors are wrong, the shape is wrong. You don't look good in this. It doesn't work for you. It's not constructive. I need to understand why the client has chosen these items these colours and only from there can I take the client on a journey to get her to where she wants to go because a lot of the time we have our own look and people feel comfortable within their own look and some people have their own look for 10 years they don't change Mm -hmm. actually your look your style hasn't changed but you have changed your body has changed you've moved on in your life sometimes even your personality has changed okay your clothes need to re- represent who you are but who you also want to be
1: oh wow yeah that that's something to think about yeah and I think we don't often think of clothes in that way I think sometimes you just rush in and get what we think is, it could be that you're a, a, a sell buyer, right? Um, and you go in and you see a sell and you you think, I've got to have that, I've got to have that. Um, and it doesn't mean that it fits. It could be that even that you're not the shape now, but you're thinking, I will be the shape. Do you, do you support women who do that? They no. go like, right, I no. don't, I'm not the shape now, but it, like in six months or a year, two years, I do a bit of exercise, you know, whatever. I'm going to be the shape for this dress. What do you do with women who have that thinking? Because that is the thinking of some women, right?
0: That's the thinking for a lot of women. Yeah. But actually, as I as I was saying to you earlier, why put yourself under that pressure? Why not feel good on that journey to losing weight? Right. Throughout, because it does a lot mm-hmm. for you mentally and yeah. physically you and how you feel about yourself when you present yourself in different different environments yeah you know if you feel like you're wearing something um that does you know it doesn't look right mm-hmm. but you know that you don't want to purchase anything because you feel that I'm going to lose weight I don't want to spend another penny but actually mm. what are you doing to your own you know, your own mindset and the way you feel about yourself during that process. How do you feel good during that process?
1: Absolutely. No, you don't, but you're kind of almost, uh, you know, buying for the position that you're in at that point. You're thinking very limited in this, you know, I'm do- it's now, I have it now, but you're not really thinking about the bigger picture. So I guess maybe what you're looking at is making us look a little bit further than where we are now and thinking, what well, does this really mean? Why am I doing this? Is this for me now? You know, does that help to be buying something that it doesn't work?
0: No, and, and to be honest with you, if you look at women's wardrobe, so if I can ask you Ebony, okay. a very, a, I'm gonna flip it now. If I can ask uh, you. Yes. Your wardrobe, what is the percentage of your wardrobe that you wear?
1: I would say probably about when, when lockdown isn't on, (laughs) at least 80% of my wardrobe I wear. Okay. And I think I'm very unusual probably because I don't buy a lot of things, but what I buy, I want to wear it and I I wear it, you know, because I do church, right? So I have an open rails in my room. I can actually see my stuff all the time. And I am very aware of what I haven't worn. I sometimes I buy the wrong things. So I have some of these things that are wrong things that, that kind of, uh, I bought at the time thinking in my mind, <clears throat> particularly because I like to buy online, um, thinking that that would fit, probably should have sent it back and didn't send it back and then tried to make it work, <laughs> okay. Wore it the once and thought, I'll never wear that again. So I have some of those. That's the 20% that I'm talking about. Um, I have some things, but I a lot of the things when I look at it, because I really downsized my wardrobe recently. Before lockdown, actually, I got rid of a lot of stuff. Um, so now I really have things that I wear. I have some beautiful dresses that I love to wear because they're like the 60s type style. And um, that kind of is my style thing. I love those dresses where you put the... Uh, uh, kind of crinolines underneath. Mm. yeah I love those dresses I love them um because I think they look you know the Audrey Hepburn look they kind of give you a, a nice silhouette because I am not curvy 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 I feel like I'm more I, because I um I've always had a kind of boy figure maybe more of a boyish figure I think that makes me look give me more of the curves that aren't really there oh, absolutely <laughs> But I, I also like it, that style of dress, and I've got quite a few of them, is because I think it's a classy look for me, who used to be technically a bit of a, um, a tomboy. All right. Um, so, you know, that's how my dress sense works. And I've, I've stopped over the years, I used to, to buy things that really didn't work for my body shape. But I've learned now, as I've got older, to really go for the dresses that work for me. And I get, the best compliments for those dresses, because they do work. Um, And so it's that kind of thing of like, not buying the things that I look at and I see other women wearing that look good, but just don't look good for Ebony. Right,
0: (laughs) so so you are, as you said, the minority. Yeah. The majority of women are only, when they look at their wardrobes, and this is what I would ask, your listeners to think about what is the percentage of your wardrobe that you're actually wearing?
1: Mm. How many
0: times have you gone out and bought a single item, come home, put it in the wardrobe, thought, actually, I'm going to wear that tomorrow. Try to team it with something in your wardrobe and then find out it doesn't work. Mm. And the balance is wrong. Yes there is a huge amount of waste and unwearable clothes, because actually when you put them on, you don't feel good. Yeah. Now, why would you wear something that you don't feel good in?
1: Yeah.
0: Because Pretty people pick up on it very quickly. When you see a lady walking down the street and she doesn't look comfortable, maybe she's wearing the wrong heel height for, her, for, for what she can walk in you can mm. see straight away we've all mm. seen it we've all seen it so why would you <laughs> oh,
1: it's true it's true it's so true it is so true we do it we do it we do it all the time you know you see the person on the six seven heel hill, inch heels and you're thinking what are you doing up there what are you doing up there it doesn't look right it doesn't suit you And you know you can't walk in it but you're feeling like you need to be there why
0: And do you know what's interesting? Do you know what's very interesting? Mm -hmm. A lot of the super high heels are not necessary. But what people haven't realized, it's the length of the skirt in proportion to the heel height that makes the difference. And this is what I look at with my clients. Because I've got some clients that don't wear heels but the length of the skirt is very important. So I tailor absolutely everything down to a cent- half a centimeter to make sure that it's the most flattering silhouette and length.
1: Okay. That's a great way to approach it. You know, I'm learning tonight. I'm just learning from you. I'm literally <laughs> like, okay, I haven't paid for the consultancy, but you know, I know that um, definitely um i'm i'm feeling you i'm feeling this yes (laughs) the heels the the length of the dress you know yeah making sure the silhouette is what what you're buying it fits your silhouette fits those curves perfect i love that so i'm going to take you back a bit to what you said at the beginning which is what was that you used to work for a company and now you're doing your own business so do you want to tell us about that transition from You know, working for someone to be in now, (laughs) you're you're, being a personal stylist, owning your own business. um, How has that journey been? Because a lot of women would like to do that, but haven't yet got there. You know, can you tell us about that?
0: Okay, so I'm gonna take you back a little bit even further than that. Okay. So when I was working for the bridal wear designer, I was there for seven years.
1: Okay.
0: And I was the only person of color. And I was made to feel like I had to work extra hard to be recognized. Oh. I, always, I was always very aware of it, but because that was the first time I was entering into the bridal field, I was more than willing to work my socks off to be the best. Mm -hmm. So it got to a point where I was clearly very skilled at it, that I was training managers. But I was never offered the position of managerial. So I thought to myself, actually, there is a pattern here. And it's not a pattern that I'm willing to entertain. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I came Mm -hmm. home, I spoke to my husband, and my husband... He supported me, he said yes. If that's how you feel, leave. I went in the next day, I handed in my resignation.
1: Well done you.
0: I got a phone call from the designer directly and she asked me, have you got another job? And I said, no. And she said, well, what can we do to keep you? We can increase your pay. You know, we can give you more responsibility. And my answer was, you've had seven and a half years to recognize my worth, and you've chose not to. So there is yes. absolutely nothing you can do at this stage to keep me.
1: Wow, wow, I love that. I love that, I, I love your strength of character. Wow, how brave is that?
0: So for me, brave. that was, but I had to do that for myself. Yes, Because I get that. In order for people to recognize your self-worth, you need to recognize it for yourself first.
1: Yes, 100%.
0: So I stepped away from the company and I decided that I wasn't going to look for a company that was advertising. I was going to research the company that I wanted to work for, whether they were advertising or not. I found a company in Mayfair and I said, that's the company I want. I approached the company directly And I said, this is my CV. This is what I do. I have a lot to offer your company. Their response was, we're not looking for any any stylists at the moment, we don't need anybody. I said, that's fine. You just keep my CV. I walked away and I thought, I've got that job. I love that. A week later, I hadn't heard anything. Ebony, I picked up the phone and I called them. And I said to them, "Have you looked at my CV?" They said, "Yes, we're keeping it on file. If we need anybody, we will be contacting you." Okay. 2 days later, 2 days later I got a phone call from the manage management team asking me to come in for an informal chat. I said fine. 2 hours later, after this informal chat was, went on for two hours. <laughs> I left and that was on the Wednesday. On the Thursday, I got a phone call asking me to come back on the Friday to meet with the directors.
1: Oh wow.
0: I went in on the Friday. I had a long talk with directors and the question they asked me was why are you not in a job? Why are you not working? My response was, out of my own choice. I recognize my self-worth enough to know that I need to work for a company that values me. Yeah. And it's an exchange. If you like me, you offer me the job. And if I like what I see, I come. No, uh... And at the end of that meeting, I was offered a position. I joined on the Monday. I was there for just under eight years.
1: And within two
0: years, I was on the board of directors.
1: Oh, excellent. Wow.
0: But they wanted to retire. And they asked me, would you be willing to be part of the company, even if we weren't present? I said, no, this is the time that I need to start my own. And so in 2015, Juliana Personal Styling was born. Oh. So that that's, that's my journey. So that's, that really is the transition of how I got to starting my own business. It's been very, very, very hard work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's about, Really surrounding yourself with like minded people and actually not trying to do absolutely everything yourself. We have a a real habit of trying to think that we have to do everything. Mm -hmm. Even though I was on the board of directors, there were still parts of the business that I wasn't so familiar with. So you find somebody that has the knowledge. Yeah. That's it. You build the support network around you. And that is what really catapults you into, you know, it really brings your business,
1: just really just brings it up. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I am so proud of you. I, I'm so, I, like I was in awe of you before, I'm now super in awe of you, because <laughs> I love women who have the initiative to go out and get what they want, and they know how to get it. And, and, and knowing your self-worth, Oh, girlfriend! Knowing your self worth is so important. It is so important. Um, yeah, I could sit and talk to you all night because I have so many friends. That's our conversation. Like knowing your self worth, it can take you a lifetime. But if you get it, you get your value. You understand who you are, what you you know, what you can bring to this world. Ah, you're so powerful already. Um, and that's a great place to be in. I just, I, I just salute you. Awesome. You're awesome. No, I just love you already. I love you already. Okay, so uh, let, you know, I think we've spoken a lot about, you know, what goes into your work. And also, I love the beginnings, you know, how you became, um, you know, entrepreneurial and found your strength and uh, now running your own styling company. Amazing. So, A question maybe for my listeners, maybe now, do you empower other women to work with you? Do you take on African women or how does it work? Are you particular about who you work with? I know you say you work with who does whatever, but in terms of empowering our communities, is there any particular work that you're doing which helps others?
0: I I haven't done what I really, the next part of my business would be, to help other women unlock yeah. and recognize their own self worth through yes. clothes and really just empower them. Mm-hmm. Because this is, there's so much more to this than just wearing clothes. Absolutely. There's the psychology behind it, it's the confidence that comes with it. Yes. And so for me, that is something that I really am very passionate about. Very, very passionate. And I think it's, I think more now than ever. If there's anything this pandemic has shown us is how society views us as women and as women, black women, women of color.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: We need to stand up and we really need to be clear with what our standard is, as Mm -hmm. well as, you know, our own self-worth. If you can recognize that for yourself, there is nobody that can approach you with anything less than. Yeah. So that's that that would be really another thing that I would love to do.
1: Well, there is much work to do. And I know now that you are going to maybe there is a reason why we met. <laughs> <laughs> how poor African women that's what we're about bringing women together um, you know from different fields who can empower and educate and support each other and really inspiring each other and I'm inspired by our conversation today I am so pleased that we finally made this happen Um, yes yes I'm not going to say anything more on that but I'm going to ask you a final question which is really about your future and where you see yourself you know it in the next 5 years i know we've had a pandemic with going through this crazy time It's crazy time okay but i think the crazy times have been successful for some people it's not everybody who has really struggled during this time how's your business survived this and what are your, what are your plans for the future
0: okay so during this time so i'm prior to the pandemic i was going to see clients inside of london outside of london all over the place. Now everything is virtual, which is, is still good because I think at this time it's important just even to keep connected. Yes. Um, and this, is, this has really taught us this, hasn't it? But yes. it's been a real, a real gem to have the Zoom, to have the teams and really to be able to keep in contact Um, and still do the wardrobe reviews because during this time, there are a lot of women whose body shapes have changed. Yes. And they still need to know how to make themselves feel good with what they have. I have still been um, purchasing for clients during this time because of my connections. I'm still able to work with different designers, different stores, and have items sent directly to the client's home and we go on a Zoom, and I do the styling session virtually. So that's how we've been working, and that's the change the pandemic has really brought for my business. Um, Going forward, I would love to have a style academy. For young women from all different walks of life, and for men as well, but really I think Women go through so much and so much change that there are so many, at so many points in their life, do they stop and think, who am I? Am I just somebody's mum? Am I just somebody's grandmother? Am I just somebody's daughter? How do I want to be for myself? And I want to really help women unlock, unlock that and really help them find their full potential.
1: Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I think that's great. And I can almost see your vision right now, (laughs) out there. It's so needed in our community. You know, we need to hand the baton on. And I think you're one of the people who definitely you have those those special skills. You know, you have a specialist knowledge. You've got the experience, uh, the confidence as well. Uh, you know that's demonstrated through the actions that you took to get you even where you are today just admiring that but you know for others to learn from that I think that's going to be the the next part of the journey and it's awesome that you're already thinking that's what you'd like to do so well done well done for that Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring our conversation to a close because I know we can speak all night but I am going to um, thank you so much for sharing with me um, a bit of your journey into this whole style world. I know people may want to know a little bit more about the Juliana, but I think we can, maybe we're gonna do a part two where we just talk about Juliana, the stylist, but the life person as well. I think for this purpose, I think it's great. We've captured uh, your career uh, in a short space of time. And I think that's been wonderful for me. I don't know, do you feel like there's anything more that you wanna share with us? Or how are you feeling at this point? Because it's you as well, this is a two way. How are you feeling?
0: Do you know what? I feel incredibly proud Mm -hmm. and excited for what's to come. Because I've seen the transformation of so many. And I know that there are a lot of women that will benefit from just having that extra confidence, you know? So I also, I have a daughter, I have children. And this, this is something for me that our children need to see us being confident. And they need to see that you don't just have to accept what is prescribed to you, you know? Throughout our lives, people are telling us, this is the shape and this is the shape you need to be. Actually, no. This is my shape that I've created and this is how I'm going to fill it. Yeah. And you know, it, and I can see it in my daughter already. I can see the determination and not feeling that she needs to conform to what society is expecting of her.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, you know, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for everything that's to come.
1: I'm very excited for you. And, um, and for us in the world who is getting, you know, has a wonderful person, but I think we need to expose you and uncover you to more people. <laughs> so more people can, you know, benefit from, from the beautiful thoughts and uh, the experience that you've got and the journey you've been on. I think it's an awesome journey. Thank you so much for sharing with me. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here today. I think it's been awesome for us to join up. I I thank God for the technology that allows us to have these (laughs) conversations. Yes, definitely. (laughs) And we definitely will talk again. Um, I'm sure we'll think about part two, maybe. We'll have a chat Uh, later, but I'm sure there's more, there's more to know. There is more, but thank you so much for your time today. It's been awesome Um, and come again.
0: Thank you so much. It's been lovely. Thank you, Raphini. Oh,
1: brilliant. Take care, everyone. Mm -hmm. and uh, keep listening
0: thank you for listening to ice talks invite a friend and tune in next time for real stories and conversations with phenomenal african women find us on facebook like our page and join the group it's poor africa uk see you there